What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. All right, welcome back. We are still sitting down with uh, Ken Wright in his uh, in his backyard. I like the birds <laughs> chirping, by the yeah, way. It's really nice little addition. It's a, a, it's, it's, it's a sound system. It's a new boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> animatronic birds are in the backyard yeah, yeah, yeah they're, you know. they're not real <laughs> fake birds and classic cars right yeah. exactly it's just a shell man it's not even <laughs> nothing inside of it it's all for looks <laughs> virtual reality so you're you're running for uh, house district 79 is indeed right? i am when's that coming up uh is it so, november or yeah we okay. will we will have the election uh whenever november that is that's november 6th that's a long Thank way you. off you gotta remember that date yeah yeah i know <laughs> i go vote with early voting um you know that that brings it like a month yeah, before yeah. that date um so yeah so uh Again, but this this particular, as I said, most things that I've done on behalf of this community is were not on any roadmap of mine, um, and this was one of them. It's something I've never, again, have had an aspiration to do. Um, but like most things, you know, the uh, when the the current representative announced he was, you know, going to retire, I was approached by a whole lot of people saying, you know, you really need to do this. Um, Interesting enough, I had left, I had sold my company five years ago and I had quit um, a year ago, April, and basically, you know, semi-retired, believe it or not, at, at 48 years old. You're so. doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go. You seem really retired. <laughs> exactly. Semi-retired from revenue producing. Yeah. Uh, let me, yeah, let me correct that. <laughs> yeah, as soon as that came out, yeah, that's an Alan was like, oh, Ken, come here, buddy. Um so, uh, so anyway, we, yeah, when the current rep announced and, and sorry about that, uh, a little, and, ba- a little background music, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is brains. what happens when you're semi-retired, yeah. you get calls all the yeah. time, it's trying to sell you like pacemakers and, yeah. and uh, it's all those damn boards yeah. you're Su- on. Supplemental Medicare. It's someone, <laughs> it's someone calling you to vote for Ken Wright. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, none of those. No robo calls for me. So, uh, so you don't have an office or anything for oh god do everything out of your house no yeah actually campaign managers what about that kind of thing uh that aka my wife is that what it is <laughs> yeah. yeah man that's i saw she runs your facebook page that's cool though yeah it's a very local again you know i'm the local guy and and uh no you're no. either like me or you don't you know well right i mean i know put your time in and... yep i mean this is uh out of the ha- out of the house and and uh you know, I'm not seeing any. It's not a congressional race or anything. I mean, this is a very local elections. Eighty percent to Cab Dunwoody. Yeah. Uh, little little taste Shambly, little mm-hmm. taste Doraville, and uh, so truly. Does she get a bonus if you win? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a a dis bonus. More work, yeah. <laughs> Y'all realize how much this pays? I don't know if this has come up in conversation. The, uh, no, you know, we've talked I, about it, but I don't. It's seventeen thousand. Nobody ever knew. Change. Right. It's, it's like uh, you have to do it if, if you were doing this. But if you look yeah. at it, like what when I've looked at it again, this is new to me. It wasn't wasn't on my wall map. But if I look at who's down there, and I worked three years getting the cityhood trying to get legislation passed. So I was down there a whole lot, whole bunch of attorneys, um, and I'm not sure why. I think because it, it 
helps your profession, like you're meeting people, and that makes perfect sense. The right sense. people. Yeah. Right. And there's a good amount of, of, of health insurance because I think, again, it's conducive. You're self-employed. And then, yeah, and there's, there's a, a, a you know, scattershot of, of entrepreneurs like myself or small business um, people. So, you know, from from my perspective, I mean, if, as I dive into it, it's really, it really is a full-time job. And if you go into it, it's kind of like mayor. You talk to Mayor David, you talk to Mayor Shortle, there ain't no part-time about that thing. Yeah, that I mean, doesn't pay much either, does it? No, we well, I wrote the charter okay. with my team. There's a couple of things we did of interest. Um, we set sixteen thousand. Mayor makes sixteen. Council makes twelve. I think, and uh, we did wow. that on purpose. It's and I know it's tough. There's two sides of that story, and I kind of, I kind of has misgivings. But getting getting it started, I think that's appropriate. I, I never think it should be. I mean, I think you know if that was raised to thirties, I think that would be reasonable. You know, um, above that. I think he's just, you know, I, I don't think um, that's really healthy. As the pay goes up, I think it should be a sacrifice. It should hurt. Right. I mean, right. that's kind of public service should hurt. It shouldn't be something you like, yeah, I want to, you know, it's like, yeah, I'll do it. I want to do it. I want to serve. And I know it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. I'm not, I'm not going to be home a lot. I'm not going to get paid crap. Um, you shouldn't be doing it for yourself or in my my opinion you need to do it as service it shouldn't help you in your business um there ain't nobody down there in healthcare software that's what i do i guarantee yeah, you no. that people are like what <laughs> yeah, half the people are like what software i'm yeah. like oh god yeah. <laughs> here we go in government <laughs> like all right so um so yeah i mean I'm, I'm excited about the opportunity and you know we'll see where the the chips the chips fall. That that yeah. seventeen thousand barely pays for a helicopter ride down to exactly, downtown. Exactly, man. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm 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 a big Marta fan. I mean, that thing goes right I, to the Capitol. I'd be doing it too. Heck, yeah. The five points piece of it stinks. You know, having to make that transition because mm-hmm. that can add that can add a lot of time. But if you hit the trains right, you're you're right there. Um, so and yeah, and yeah, you got a podcast to listen to on the way down. Yeah, there absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I need to get rid of my flip phone and, and get one of these new fancy uh, iPhone devices, and I'll be able to. Listeners, he I'm does kidding. have an iPhone, but I yeah. can't read this iPhone anymore, man. I'm gonna get one of those pluses. Hey, oh, you yeah. know you what I mean? Go, yeah. That's seriously, yeah. That's uh, that's a real estate agent phone right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice fat boy. And then I'll have to get bigger pockets and. Then, you know, the, <laughs> It's a down. Other guys are going to make fun of you. They see that little <laughs> tiny five-inch phone. I got one of my original iPhones in the basement in the in the man cave. And man, you look at that thing. It is funny. I mean, it's like that big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It didn't, didn't feel weird then, but now not it does. at all. It was the coolest. I mean, it was the coolest thing that's ever been invented. But you look at it now, it is it is a uh, is comical. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we really enjoyed going down in the basement and seeing all those uh, pictures on the wall. That... Talk about the Dunway Police. I liked that story. Yeah, so and that, honestly, getting the city up and running um, was really challenging. You know, you talked about it was the, the worst recession. You know, I mean, people were in the doldrums. It was just a bad time, which makes it such a great success story on top of that. I mean, yeah. we, we had, and the fun part for me was being an entrepreneur is being able to craft it like that to say, okay, let's get it right. You know, let's do this right. Let's let's be proud. So it is a business in a way. I mean, yeah, what you did was just like a business. Building yeah. your other businesses. Yeah. I mean. um, and to this day, I think it, you know, if you ask, I uh, different topic, but got some feedback from someone um, that works statewide, and they did say Dunwoody is the most efficient 
government that they work with, bar none. Yeah. And this is some someone that does public service for, I mean, uh, they do uh, street paving and stuff as, as a career. So anyway, I think that what we put together, but the police was one of the coolest things by far. So we had, again, a, so historically we had the fastest wrap-up of a police force in the country, supposedly ever. So we had three months from go. So we had voters voted, 82%. Of people that voted voted to incorporate, which is crazy high numbers, right? You look over at Brookhaven, they got like fifty one percent. Barely did it. Barely yeah. did it. But as y'all know, Dunwoody's a, a special place. I mean, it's you know as corny as that sounds. I think we we were already our own institution as a community, right? Yeah, I, I don't understand why would people not vote for that. I mean, is it higher taxes? For Dunwoody, higher well, taxes or? <laughs> when you go through the <clears throat> when you go through the fight. Um, you hear all sorts of things because it's just my word against you, right? Yeah. So he's saying you're not telling the truth. Your numbers are wrong. You can't do it. If you listen to DeKalb County CEO um, Jones, uh, Vernon Jones at the time, so he had two two things he would say. One, he'd say it's going to decimate DeKalb County. The second thing he would say, and this is basically the same day he would say this to different reporters. The second thing he would say is say, go ahead and do it. You guys are going to fail. And when you come begging back, this is in the paper. So, I'm, you know, I finally asked the AJC. I said, when are you going to call them to the mat? Pick one side. You can't say yeah, you can't have both can't sides. And the only paper, you know, honestly, God bless the AJC, but they did not give us a fair shake. I have every article. I've got about 40 um, cat- catalogs of everything that happened from pre-beginning to then. They didn't give us a fair shake at all. I mean, they were out to get us. The AJC, the Business Chronicle, different story. They were straight up, you know, talk to them, and they would lay it out as a good um, good piece. But anyway, I digress. So getting to the police force, so we had to get, you know, everything from hiring. You know, first step is get chief on board, and then it comes down. Um, so and what is that, like 20 people? Yeah, so we started start? off, yeah, and it's, it's grown. We started off lean. So I think we did start off with around 20. Our pro forma might have said 18, and then we ended up with 20. So, and it's grown since then, which... You know, again, two lines of thought, but I think, you know, I'm a, I'm a data guy. Look at the data. How are we doing on crime? That will tell us what we need as far as officers go, right? I mean, just look at the data. That's, right. Let's keep, keep – that will t- guide us, be our guiding path. But So we had to get the police officers hired, get the chief, buy the guns, buy the bullets, decide on what guns to buy, how do we equip them. Do we equip it with cameras, the cars? What kind of cars do we buy? Who's got the cars? Believe it or not, during the time, bullets were, you couldn't get bullets. So we had a problem getting bullets because there was a run on bullets. I forgot what caused a run. I'm like, who has a run on bullets? You can't get bullets. So, uh, well, actually, when you think about that, was that Obama's first year? Because wasn't uh, there this whole thing that like he was going to outlaw guns? And take everybody's like guns. That might have was been. Was it 2008? You know, yeah, it would have yeah. been. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I can, in fact, emphatically say there was, in fact, a run on bullets. <laughs> <laughs> What that reason is, I well, don't I know. know. Yeah. yeah. And with cars, what do you buy? Old cars? No, nah, we no. You go fleet. You, you know, go through you Ford, go, and they hook you up with Explorers. Yeah, but what's and, interesting about it is, again, there was a problem because of the tight timeline, three months, that to find anybody who had inventory, because then you have to when you buy the fleet car normally, they they, they make whether it's Ford or GM, they'll make the the Interceptor model, which is the police version, the right? Fast it's a, it's one. a higher horsepower engine it's modified in certain ways 
So we started off with the, the Ford uh, Crown Vic. So this is before Explorers or the Tahoes came in. Our first fleet um, were those four-doors. You might still see one or two out there. Citizens Patrol might have one or two. Typical but, cop car. <laughs> yeah, and you back in my basement picture, typical cop car. But we equipped it. I mean, we were the out of the gate. We had cameras on our police force. This was before any of the stuff came up with, yeah. with having cameras. We had cameras in the cars, um, front and back so if we were in back god forbid arrested you know and doing whatever we're doing you know maybe getting in our pocket everything is being recorded and also to protect the the uh the person arrested to make sure you know that there nothing's going on um that shouldn't be going on with with uh with officer or anything of that so we really were cutting edge tasers right off the bat um really equipped them we thought uh, take-home cars. We decided to give them take-home cars to help recruit the best of the best. So we did a lot and of scare stuff. other people in the neighborhood. It yeah, does, right. Yeah. Them book. Yeah. It does though. I mean, that's great. I would, I would love to live in a neighborhood where there was a, a cop car parked across the street yeah, from you. Right. Yeah. Well, nice. the other thing we did is incentivize um, if you live in Dunwoody that you get a bump in your pay, um, a monthly wow. bump in your pay. So the cost of living adjustment, basically, because you're right. I mean. Uh, you know, Dunwoody's not a cheap place to live, and you know, you, we have officers from all over. So anything that we could do to help incentivize to to stay local, because yeah, you right, want them to know the area real well, for well. sure. So, um, so I mean, it was a ton of fun. I had to um, swear in not only the officers we hired, of course, but I had to swear in every officer and detective in DeKalb County, because when we took over as a city officially, um, our police force didn't start then. Our police started on April 1st we came out of the gate whenever end of 2008 um, I think December 1st so we had this time frame that we were renting the police from DeKalb County so officially we became a city and then DeKalb's like oh you want us to serve you yeah. that will be one million dollars a week <laughs> yeah, it's like are you freaking so that was part of the negotiation you know they're starting out at like what you know you're nuts so we, we went to arbitration. We had all sorts of fun stuff during this period. But DeKalb was our sworn officers to be in Dunwoody until we got our force up. So I had to go. In order for any DeKalb officer or detective to step foot in Dunwoody or, or do their policing, I had to swear them in. So that was like super freaky. That was a week of, I mean, a massive police force. Every person had to be sworn in. Yeah. Night shifts, day shifts. You know, I mean, just... And these, these, a lot of these officers, and again, God bless them, DeKalb officers, I think all officers should be commended, you know, for, for what they do for, for all of us. But these folks weren't necessarily happy with me as the leader. And I'm sure they're hearing people talk bad about you on their way there. You know? Well, like I was the leader of cityhood, which just pulled out, Yeah, you know, which just moved them out. So, you know, you're getting these, and I'm like, whew, I'd listen. The first thing I'd always say is, listen, I mean, right? Thank you for your service. Thank you for your support. You know, we love... We're trying to get through this. <laughs> Just a couple more months. I my bulletproof vest. <laughs> but anyway... But that, the captain is still the same captain, right? Isn't that... Well, yeah, it was absolutely... I mean, all they did was shift, and the truth be known that they were running... You know, if you looked at how they staffed, they were always minus like 100-something officers. You know, these the way they do their budgets. So they were short-staffed. DeKalb. Yeah, so when we took over, in theory, now this is not what they would complain about. Oh my gosh, we're going to have to fire people. You know, it's going to be hell, la, la, la. They didn't fire anybody. Yeah. 
I mean, they just moved resources, and quite honestly, they picked up the resources that they needed. Because they're always short-staffed. It's hard. It's Atlanta Police Department, always well, short-staffed. You also scared all the crime out of Dunwoody. So they, there's more in the surrounding <laughs> areas that they had to compensate for, right? You know, I mean, that. You know, exactly. I mean, back in the day, um, you know, and again, this was just, it was not the officer's fault. But, you know, unless you were robbed or shot, you, an officer wasn't coming out. Like, I had my neighbor that moved in from New York across the street, and his Welcome to Dunwoody. First week, his cars got broken into. Called the police. They're like, we're not coming out. We'll take it up. And he's like, what? What? And he came over and talked to me. And he knew I was leading the cityhood movement at that time. He's like, we need to become a city. This is outrageous. You know, and I said, you know, it's not their fault. They're just short-staffed. And they're going to where people are shot Yeah. and beat up. It's not that they don't like us, but that's just the reality. Yeah. So back in the day, I mean, you, you know, for... For good or bad, and I think for bad for the most part, you you didn't see a lot of officers out here. Well, I was surprised. I heard a talk that a captain gave to uh, Dunwoody North, uh, I think it was uh, oh. our, our homeowners association. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said that there was three cars are patrolling at any given time, and there were no, was it six cars, and three of them were in the perimeter mall area, and so three of them were in the rest of Dunwoody. I mean, it, that's tough to patrol all that area it is a, but a car it, theft or something like that well you're I mean, right but if you look at now it's exponential but you're right i mean back in the day there'd be none yeah none like not none one officer within the north precinct which it used to be called because they were on buford highway at the double murder because they were uh, the DeKalb the county. county's giant yeah you know if yeah. you look at a map you're like that's a friggin' state yeah it's a giant county yeah the resources were being pulled Dunwoody had no you know, no police resources to speak of, truly. So, yeah, stuff was happening at the mall all the time. You just got away with it. Yeah. Run fast as hell, and, you're, you know, you're, <laughs> you've got that free T-shirt or whatever you're still under the sunglasses. But now it's a different story. But now, again, looking statistically, um, you know, you look at what's the biggest call. It's the mall and Walmart are two of the biggest police um, issue areas, which is... Makes sense. Right, I guess I mean, so. I mean, it's, it's a Walmart after all. I know. I mean, it's aggravating. I think you know. To There's have... been some bad ones lately. That one over by Off Peeler, the the little Walmart at the end of yeah, uh, yeah, the, the little door or door. Absolutely. Door. Yeah. There was a shooting there, and I, the guy was being chased. Yeah. So right. Yeah. Just a bunch of there. yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about Walmart, by the way. <laughs> it's not a bad place. I'm just saying it. It does attract. I mean, you you have these petty crimes many times and you know petty crimes often lead to larger crimes and you know i mean that is a i believe in that theory again just looking at statistics and And you definitely don't want people from other counties other cities coming in there to commit crimes then leaving you know like (laughs) and that's what you do that doesn't benefit us at all they're not spending money unless you're a miscreant neighborhood teenager you know breaking into cars which happens yeah well you know there are quite a bit you know that the car break-ins but the uh but the the car thefts and the you're right. I mean you're not. We're not out stealing <laughs> our neighbors' cars, right? I mean right. you got instead and you find them, you know, way way far away. Yeah. You know it's a it's a scary thing. So anyway, the police department was a blast getting them up and running. We're proud. I'm proud of them. Very proud of them. Um, it does seem like it would be fun to go through, like, you know, police equipment catalogs and be like, ooh, you guys could get this. Yeah. Well, I went out to Glock. You guys um, like Kevlar? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, 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 it's, yeah, it is, is very eye-opening. 
you know. And then getting to know officers like I had, you know, I'd never been in that line of work. I don't have any relatives in that line of work, but getting to know the people behind the badges and getting to know, you know, so many of them um, were, you know, served the country and were just, were just awesome people, you know, mm-hmm. to see that, to see the honor that these people had and what they're doing for us. You know, it's really, really neat. I mean, it's inspiring. That's cool for them, too, to be the first, you know. They're the, oh, you're right. They, they were, started the force. Absolutely so, correct. The pride, um, the pride of doing that, being part of that. And that's just something you don't, you know, you don't want to lose. Mm. And I think, again, that's in leadership. You know, so many times, of course, you're going to, as time goes by, you know, you lose that. I mean, you have natural turnover, you have the, but... Um, you want to keep that sense of, you know, again, this is a special place, you know, and 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 you're working in it. Mm-hmm. Maintain well, for that. that picture of four guys, there you said three of them are all, still there. All of them are there. They're all of them are still Every there. Every single one is That's there. That's really cool. Do they do they teach at the Dunwoody Police Academy now and get up the wacky hijinks? Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> they have the guy that makes the noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the guy. <laughs> well, actually, there we is a, there's the... a citizen's Patrol. class. class or, it, like, well, there's the Citizens Academy, right? Academy yeah, yeah, which is great. Um, and then we've got the Citizens Patrol, which was something that we were talking about from day one. But, you know, you got to get your infrastructure going and blah, 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 blah. But Citizens Patrol, you have retired, you know, you some FBI folks. You have people that love Dunwoody that are sharp people. And they they go out and they're basically, you know, they're not carrying guns. They're not going to they're not going to write you tickets. They can't do that. So they tell you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. No, no, yeah. But they, uh, but they're there, and it's it's a visibility thing too. I mean, you see uh, Tahoe with lights on it, you, you know, and you're a criminal. You're not looking. Is that Citizens Patrol? Or is that a real cop? Yeah. You're, you know, you're like, get the hell out of here, man! There's too many cops around here. So, you know, and they help with traffic, and they help you know with down trees and stuff to get stuff officers have to do normally. Get them back on duty, doing things we want them doing. You know, you got someone breaking your house. You don't want the officer directing traffic because the tree's down. Right. You know, so use the resources. So there's cool things like that. Um, you should be part of that. Well, I rented a 15-passenger uh, a van to take some buddies down to the uh, Dead & Company show last summer. Yeah. And so I just had it parked out front of the house, and uh, Citizens Patrol came up. They kind of looked it over and everything. <laughs> it looked like yeah. a big jail van. Yeah. yeah. Going yeah. down to Millageville, transporting some prisoners. <laughs> right. Or, or was I pulling TVs out of that house? <laughs> exactly. You know? like, yeah. But, and I liked it. I was, you know, I, I and I just missed talking to them. They, I was like walking, you know, my wife goes, yeah, I think Citizens Patrol's looking at the van. <laughs> I go, oh, oh, I want to go talk to them, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's awesome. That is out of place. Like, what if someone, I know we don't got 15 kids. Let's yeah. check this out. <laughs> we did roll 18 deep down there. Right? I wanted I wanted to buy that car after driving around because I, I kept turning around and like, there's so many roads. I love it. We'll go to Disney World in this thing. We'll live in this. <laughs> That thing is scary, though, too, when you start thinking, like, what? a lot of passengers I'm traveling around. Yeah, you know? that's true. <laughs> that's a lot of responsibility in the 18 rows of, uh, of people. <laughs> We're going to the show! <laughs> Everyone buckled up! <laughs> you know, that's the first time, again, a quick digression, but the first time I got into one of those type vans was was sit, the beginning of Cityhood, and we were touring different cities, Swanee, and Alpharetta that had done cool things in their downtowns, you know, try to get some, some, uh, some best practices and inspiration for lack of a better word. But so we got in one of those vans and naturally I got in first and sat in the very back, completely wigged out. 
That was the first time I realized, you know, like, I, I guess a form of claustrophobia never in my friggin' life. And I'm like, oh my God, get me out. I said, I can stop. And I gotta get out. When you're moving, it's swaying back and forth. You know, but, too, I mean, and... It just, everything closed in on me. <laughs> and, you know, it had small windows in the back, too, which I think makes a big difference. Because since I've been in high tops, vans that are bigger windows, and that doesn't freak, but this thing absolutely wigged me out in the worst possible way. I'm like, holy crap. I'm claustrophobic. So, so yeah. starting cities, joining all these boards, going into yeah, all these different <laughs> political... It doesn't scare you a bit, but getting in the back of Don't a van. Don't get me in that damn yeah. deal, man, man. <laughs> That's why I try to stay clean all the way. I can't, I can't ride one of those vans, man. If I get an orange jumpsuit on, I'll just freak. I'll end up stabbing my guy next to me and really be in some trouble. <laughs> put me in solitary. Just don't put me in that van. <laughs> But anyway, that's... Uh, so yeah. what else was a part of the incorporation? So that we started the police department. Um, with a sewage we, we had talked about is still the cab. We talked a lot about that. Yeah, water, sewers, <laughs> Just doesn't find it interesting at all. But what else does Dunwoody yeah. have? I mean, what look, else do we take from the So parks. Um, parks. You know, you look at... Again, we talked about that. But the... Uh, so we... That was part of our fun negotiations with the county is... The assets that were in Dunwoody, assets meaning property, DeKalb County ho- hold, held title to. So we were like, meh, we want it. They're like, wow, we're not giving you those. Uh, well, we pay taxes since ever. Yeah. You know, we think that a gives us taxes. a little bit. And so all this data we had is like, give me a break, guys. Again, we've got like four, 4.7 acres per 100,000 people or per thousand people. And y'all have like 10.8 for outside of, I mean, it was crazy. Acres of parkland per person. And it's like, guys, the little we have in Dunwoody, why are you doing this? Why are you making a deal? So that was a battle, a battle. And we had to write legislation, work down at the Gold Dome to get legislation to get that property transferred to, to us, to the residents um, at 100 an acre. So that. that what, what was the 100? We paid DeKalb County a hundred dollars an acre, as opposed to good the, deal. Like, well, yeah, but we were. If you look at the taxes that, uh, and again, we put the, in to build those parks, yeah, and again, negotiating with DeKalb County, um, it's really circular. I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a very fair person. Like, there's usually three sides to every story, right? This side, this side, and somewhere down the middle is the where we're going to get and where the reality is. So. But working with the cab, it's like, yeah, Brooke Run, you know, $680 million. What are you talking about? It is a park. Yeah, well, we think your perimeter $2 million an acre, and that's all right. Oh, God. A, it's a park by yeah. deed. You can't do anything with a park but be a park. Show me on a ledger where a park is an asset, for one thing. It's not worth $2 million an acre because you can't do anything with right, it. Right, yeah. It's yeah. actually... It's a negative on the books, you idiots. If we take it over, we're responsible for paying for the upkeep. Nothing prevents y'all Which from I'm coming sure from our park. Which I'm sure is most of it, right? The upkeep, I mean, that's all that they're is, paying for. It, the, the, the complete irony of this parks thing and, and going around and around, and I was talking with them. I was saying, guys, this is silly. It's, this isn't going to be a Denwoody-only park. Just as it, it's not the Gab-only park. Anybody can come to the park at any time. We're taking over maintenance and improvement you should be like throwing the deed at us saying, oh, hell yeah, we'll pay you money because you're supposedly paying $300,000 a year to upkeep it. Yeah. That just comes off your books. Are you kidding me? And you want $180 million for, I mean, it's just, 
that type of just... once they hand it over, look what we've done with it. I mean, exactly. Well, they th- they thought maybe you'd put in a high, highly lucrative lemonade day style <laughs> carnival. You know, make what, what, what's that bring in five hundred million a year? <laughs> it was just stupid. I mean, that type of stuff is just a bureaucratic nightmare. But that's part of the process. So that was part of the process. Taking over parks, finally got that hundred acres. So we took over our assets within Dunwoody Nature Center was one. You know, Brook Run, and then you got um, uh, out on uh, the, the uh, hollow, um, you know, the one Wind on... Hollow, oh, is it? Yeah, Wind, Windward, uh, Windward Hollow. Windward Hollow, yeah. Hollow. Yeah, that's a nice little... It's a great that. little park. Now yeah. that's got a bathroom. Yeah, I mean, it's Oh, actually, it does now? Yeah. It's getting on, if it has Oh, yeah, there. they've done it some great improvements that. to make it, because before it's kind of like a, you know, half-crack house, half... <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whorehouse for like a better country. It's like, yeah, you don't go there after four, you know what I mean? <laughs> then we took it over, it's like, all right, enough of that nonsense. We're gonna put some security in and make this what it should be for the residents, for goodness sake. But the uh, and now with the new parks in Georgetown that we acquired, um, as a new city, you know, we're really, I think, starting to get to a place so that was the first step of georgetown is that that was about the time when you left when they started that was the first step the first step was was we're gonna we're gonna get control of this property um and so the hospital was up too so hca you know i don't know back if y'all ever knew dunwoody medical center there used to be a hospital on that property hca is a a for-profit that ended up with the hospital they closed it so it was an empty hospital and so it was like what's gonna happen with that property so we had two things going on we had the apartment which now is where the, uh, right by the restaurant retail, you know, all of those new houses, that's where the apartments were going to be, that they went bankrupt. And then across the street, that was at play too. So we ended up, you know, we were negotiating for all of it. We were trying to get, you know, again, the the objective, and thank God, 100% of council was on board. Because again, this type of stuff to y'all, and I don't know where you stand anywhere on anything, but it may be like, oh, the waste of money. You know, government shouldn't do that. To me, it's like, totally disagree. This is what government should do. Get a hold of this property. Make it parkland because we're in a deficit. Mm. Because that doesn't go away. You know, that's like that, that's beachfront land. That's going to be there for 10 generations. Right. Yeah. Unless we get yeah. nuked out or something and we're all <laughs> gone. Right? right? But that's there. It's never not going to be a park. So that's valuable. Are you kidding me? Is that worth us investing in? For sure. Downturn. Biggest downturn since the Great Depression? Oh, hell yeah. We're grabbing everything we can in that area, and there was that, that was up to play. And then let's figure it out, yeah. right? And, and that's you've probably made did. some of the money back. The John Whelan, For that's, sure. that's that area, same absolutely area, right? Correct. You yeah. guys used so to that own that, was, and you sold it to them? That's correct. So, okay. so, yeah, absolutely. So with that component of it, you know, you're looking at the offset. And then with this um, restaurant, thing yeah, how um, great would it be to live right next door to that yeah. i know cool. i mean honestly we're you know knock on wood i'm not gonna knock on this table but uh you know that th- this comes through there's a lot of pieces that have to come together with the crim uh crim is the uh group that we're under agreement with under contract with <clears throat> but again make no mistake it can it can definitely fall through but they're mm-hmm. working hard they're believers they were one of the only ones as i said we have worked on this and worked on this and said, this is what we want. This is what we believe. And people are like, no, we'll do condos. No, we want to do a Walgreens. No, we want to do a bank. No, no, no. And yeah. we'll pay you a lot more money. Again, we don't care. The money is, is not what we're after. We're after the right development that we think is, is just going to lead to the, you know, 
further success of a great area and right. something that Dunwoody needs. Yeah, that that restaurant, rooftop bar, restaurant. right? Rooftop well, bar. and that's part of the concept. I mean, talking to Krim, that is when we sat down and said, "Here's our vision." Talking to, they weren't the only ones that thought about bidding, but uh, you know, so we said, "We said, look, you have again, I'll say beachfront property, but you have the park right there. So you've got a couple of the um, the uh, development, a couple of the restaurants will be right on the beachfront." Right on the park, and then a couple behind. But you know, you've got the houses here, and we talked rooftop uh, restaurants. And then we also talked, you know, you got to be cognizant there are neighbors there, and you know, so you look at where might that be. But that those concepts are certainly hot for good reasons. You know, rooftop, and then also the open garage. You know, obviously, I mean, why didn't we think of that thirty years ago? Mm -hmm. What a great, you know, it's all season. Yeah, Shambly's, I mean, they've got that down. Shambly's got it down, but yeah, they're different. Stuff. You know, you look yeah. at a lot of their restaurants, too. They're in old buildings, mm -hmm. right? So what's ironic is is a lot of the stuff being built from scratch is made to look like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that yeah, that, that blue to be... top was a taxi, old taxi service. <laughs> exactly. That was That's exactly correct. With yeah. The open doors. Yeah. Some, some hipsters going in like, oh, cool. They made it look like an old <laughs> exactly. taxi place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's true. So... Those type concepts are what we're and what Krim is is marketing. So that's where they are now is talking to restaurateurs and we're helping pull that together too. So the folks on Canton Street and the folks, the well known chefs, we're putting the pieces together, you know, to say, Look, this is this is not a crazy idea. I'm telling you, I it's happened I've lived here forever. Well, it's happened. Yeah, people the, the, the locals want this. Mm -hmm. This area is underserved. You know, and they just look at stats. I mean, you can go and, and you can see the stats for that. They'll look at, you know, the surrounding, um, you know, households, which is great. Th those stats are great. The traffic is not awesome because that road is going to get a lot worse. Well, but they're looking at counts. So they want high, 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 high counts, right? Yeah. And the counts right there on that side. But it's like, look, it's right here, guys. It's a sweet spot. Yeah. It's all around. You've got to, you know, look beyond just the flat-out stats and look broaden that out a little bit. Krim, Krim, they're local people. So that is what really helped one of them. Uh, one of the partners, I think, is lives in Dunwoody. <clears throat> um, I'd never met him, don't know him, um, per se, until they did this. But so If anybody does know him, we'd love to have him on the show. Yeah, <laughs> I, you're right. But his, so he got the vision because he's local and has lived here for a while. So yeah, I get it. And I understand beyond just the stats that normal restaurateurs look at. So now what they're doing is is going out and pitching. And that's a long process, right? So you're pitching to these people. You're talking about stats and you're talking about the broader stats, the concept. Um, and then, you know, if you talk to restaurateurs these days to put together a term sheet, saying it's a lot of times 12 months alone. So once you and I, if you and I have been chatting and you're like, all right, finally, so I buy in. I've got my investors or however you're going to, you know, make the money part work. So we're in agreement. Now we get to a term sheet. It takes 12 months from that day. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, so you're locking, you're looking at, uh, you know, just a process. Yeah. To pull well, it off. I, I posted an article. I've got a restaurant review group. I don't know if you're part of a Dunwoody area restaurant reviews. You should join that. Um, huh. I do not. I people do not post know. about, you know, food in the area. And every yeah. once in a while I'll post, uh, like, an article from Krim that and they were talking about a chef-driven restaurants and everybody chimed in they're like i'm sure a big box you know franchise is going to go in there and no they're so not that's what okay good they're not and there's right now and again, no cheesecake factory <laughs> no cheesecake factory yeah, no 
Nope. I mean, you know, again, the the, the vision is clear. The awesome. agreement are are clear. It's clear, you know, and that's a big part of it too. Is that the legal um, thing? And as of last week, there's a lot of back and forth just getting it because the detail is very. Yeah, it's important. Very yeah. specific, but you get on the other side. You know, you want a little bit of a leeway, but that's never been in contention. That part of it, that because cool. that has been our key piece of it is is you know let's get i mean they, they don't have to be original 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 concepts like you know you just thought of it they can they can have one or two or three or you know be small original concepts like a lot of them are now in metro atlanta you know yeah. you got one brookhaven you have one in midtown yeah. well if you do a good job you're going to spread it out I well mean, true that franchises yeah, I mean, are going to happen that's but. absolutely correct but yeah it's not there there's a big difference and that that was one of the things that we've been discussing is, well how do we define this because you guys understand what we're talking about. Well, what is the cutoff mark? You know, what what makes it? Yeah, well, you know? we just need one rooftop bar. That's all. Yeah, right. That's, that's <laughs> all that you need. Well, I've got good news. It's gonna be a Chili's. <laughs> with a basement. A bar. new defined Chili's <laughs> with a rooftop bar. <laughs> How does that sound? Is that a compromise? I mean, I'll yeah. still go to Chili's yeah. if it's a rooftop bar. That could, that could be our clickbait for this show. Chili's, Chili's at rooftop Dunwoody, bar. Uh, Green. Uh, or Dillies or something. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly Dillies. Or, or Gillies too. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. What? Well, it's it's original concept. Yeah. 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 yeah Gillies. Do you, you go to Gillies? My gosh, that place has been around since. The foundation of America. It's new and improved, though I've heard. I haven't walked in there in probably whoosh, probably ten years. All the cigarette smoke just yeah, like scurried you right back out. I used to take my kids to Hickory House every friggin' Saturday. And they're freaking tiny and they're graduating now. But man, it would be like just a yeah. you people smoking up. And I'm like, can we get the non-smoking? It didn't matter, man. That smoke was that's outside. Yeah, it was, <laughs> Good luck, honey. Everywhere. Yeah, it's like oh my god, but you know you kind of live with it. Yeah. That's a, it's 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 really kind of funny to think back on those days, like wow, how did we? Because it, you know, and I'm not smoking on airplanes and stuff. Yeah. Exactly, I mean, it's like, are you freaking kidding me? But just to, how freaky it is these days to walk in, you know, like some bars or something, and, and everybody's smoking. You're like, wow. Yeah, you just reek the neck. Your clothes you reek, smell horrible, and my or... sinuses go absolutely, yeah. you know, off the joint. We should clarify though, Gillies is non-smoking. Absolutely, yeah, they've no. cleared it up. Yeah, yeah. and it, they, they've got a ton of TVs. If if there's ever a strange game that you want to watch, I don't it's know. It's on there. Well, well you, there's there's the one little, there, there's a spot in the bar where if you're just sitting on this one side of the bar, there's two TVs that just are yours. You can you can completely control. You just say I that's like this awesome. This. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, and it's this blind spot from everything else. So well, that place is an institution. I'm going to put it back on my marker. You should. To, yeah. To well, Willie down. bought it like a few years ago, right? right? Really? Okay. Yeah. We were going to try to have him on the show just because he he's done a good job with it. You know what? And, and for, people love him too. And for that to survive, I mean, I tell you, eighty percent of Delaware <laughs> residents are like, "What's the street?" It's a big turnaround. There's a street back there. I know. Yeah. I know. You, and, the, and then look it up on the map. Like, like I must be getting this wrong. Something past the Burger King. There's a bar. <laughs> Go, right, yeah. I didn't know there's a street. <laughs> yeah. And there's a whole—it's a whole like ecosystem. It's well, awesome. they'll know soon. I mean, yeah, absolutely correct. Yeah. Through. So when am I going to be able to ride a bike from Brook Run to Ravinia? <laughs> yeah, that's that's council. From what I read, though, from what I read, you know, it's—I mean, it's not—it's beyond plans. I think it's. You know, it's, it's budgeted. It's, it's yeah, budgeted, yeah. and it's I know they're building that big bridge, that half. Yeah, the big bridge, bridge, which was one of the things. Again, when we had scoped out initially to do 
to do a, a bike path. Um, you know, that was part of the thing, and that was a big problem. And we were getting a lot of fight at the time. Again, it was a decade ago. Yeah. But people are like, you ain't coming through this, the end of Georgetown. You're not coming through this piece of property. I'm like, come on. Really? Yeah. Come on. This is a good thing. Yeah. I don't think there's well, much stuff to do yeah. that straight well, line. things have changed. I mean, things have changed. I'm telling you, in in a great way, I think, from the just the support. Because, you know, you once you see it. I think the belt line changed a lot of minds. Well, it did. You know, because yeah, that was easy with the, the train tracks, but like Chambly's doing the same thing with their train tracks. For sure they are. It's, They're doing the it's a new, big, long new greenway. Thing. I mean, we were ahead of the curve, for lack of better terms, because. I mean, we got the plans out of the ground 2008, which really before any publicity on this stuff. But, you know, I had uh, my company, we were international. So I've been literally around the world. You name a place, Vietnam, Bali, Thailand, um, you know, every European city. But you see kind of the element. You're like, why? Why couldn't we do that? Yeah. I mean, it's awesome, right, just to get out and about. So, you know, the, the, there was one time we had just floated the idea. Um, of saying we have these power lines cutting through. Why would we not, you know, what about a path there? Let's do that. That would be great. We could make it all the way to the Chattahoochee. Mm -hmm. Just tie into Sandy Springs, go up to Gwinnett, and it's already there. From Kingsley all the way up there. Yeah, so we had a meeting. (gasps) Oh, my God. I mean, people came with pitchforks and burning burning th- I mean because they didn't want people in their backyard I guess oh yeah it was I could not believe I'm like alright my city manager I was like this is your show pal I, yeah. <laughs> I sat in the background and the, the guy See, I would love that I mean, yeah, I'd probably so cool. put a fence yeah. up but still well that's what like, I'm saying is just it, being able to let my son a fence with a door though so you can get out yeah. and use it you know? but I'm saying I think things have changed and I don't think council has even begun to float that again but I I'm not kidding you there was two three hundred people screaming yelling they wouldn't have it there was no discussion it's like guys that's a, criminals will come breaking all of our houses it's like guys just again i understand your concerns but look at statistics criminals aren't jogging on on <laughs> yeah. bike paths. that's not what they do that's it's not, not where, they where go. yeah but i understand getaway car has got to be parked somewhere <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it, it's not that that doesn't you know that the fear and concern I get not wanting it in your a lot backyard. of older folks in Dunwoody, yeah. too. I mean, that's... There, there was. There, there was a lot of FUD in that, fear, uncertainty, and and uh, whatever the D is. Yeah. <laughs> I like that acronym, though. I never heard that. Yeah. I forget what the D is, though. <laughs> just go with it. Dread. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but anyway, so that was, and I still think, you know, for, for at some point, um, that's a very viable because we are out of land. I mean, we do the sidewalks. We get that infrastructure on major corridors. We do where we can tie in the bike path. But that would be a great thing to have yeah. um, if you can get. And I tell you, I think, you know, personally, your home values rise. And I think Beltline tells us all everybody. that. Yeah. You, you build on this thing, <laughs> you're, you're going to get a you know 500% increase in overnight. Yeah. So the fact is, like, you know, your house will jump 20 points. Just on the mention yeah. of a yeah. of a friggin' thing in your backyard. So anyway, that's uh, the Dunwoody Beltline. I like that. The Dunwoody Beltline. Yeah, uh, really cool. Well, maybe we should leave it off there. We've, this has been a second, a long yeah. second show. <laughs> yeah, um, got a lot of good information. Can, can we get a, you to come back in uh, in a month or so, two months, or yeah, maybe you we can know, do this again. Uh, absolutely, pre pre election for yeah, sure. That, absolutely, and anytime, anytime. Would love to chat. Plug, there's, there's plug a, yourself. So how do we get into? How do people get in touch with you? I yeah. mean. 
Yeah, so, Votes are in November. Yeah, so... Uh, Give us your personal email. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's 555. Uh, yeah, that's right. 55. <laughs> Main Street. Yeah. <laughs> Office C. So, so the, the email is kenwrightga at gmail.com. KenWrightGA. Well, you did give us a real email there. What about, is and there a website or right anything? RightForStateHouse.com. Okay. So that's right. right for state. W-R-I-G-H-T um, for State House. So, so I'm, uh, I've always been accessible for the, the past 20 years and, uh, and, you know, happy to talk to anybody. I'm on Facebook and uh, Snap a Twitter and all these different. <laughs> well, you you were maybe the fastest when I sent you an email asking if you want to be on the show to jump right back and say, yeah, yeah well, I'd that's funny to. because, be you know, the Facebook thing is, to be honest, it is, uh, and it's, I don't know if y'all have inter- interviewed John Hennigan, but. Not yet. Let's put it that way. But John, uh, when we started council, John was big into to blogging and, and doing these He's things. He's a Twitter, and, YouTube guy. Yeah, he, he was big on that. So he started that. And I made a conscious decision 2008, you know, I, I was reading John's blog, reading different blogs, and that was back when trolling was at its newest and at its peak. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, and I know it's still out there for sure, but it was vicious. And so I read the first, you know, about a month or two, thinking I'm going to get a Facebook. I said, I'm not going to do it. Because I also saw people really being um, kind of pushed in certain directions that were not healthy for their, you know what I mean? And that. Yeah. And I think things have evolved to that, too, where people know, okay, what is a troll? What is trolling? And they get called out a little bit more and things of that nature. But I made a conscious decision then to say, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to be on Facebook. I'm not going to – it doesn't mean I'm not going to read. I mean, I've you know, read, read everything, talked to everything, had meetings every week, very accessible. But I'm not going to let the trolls bring the city down because yeah. there were some people that hated this city still are well there's some there's some positive i think facebook they're going to more of like the group thing totally. now and it's more of a positive totally. neighborhood oh, type i mean everybody everybody listening has got their own neighborhood For facebook sure. group I and those actually are helpful it's um, huge twitter's a little different <laughs> no you're <laughs> right. a little scary but john's a, he's done a great job and we'd love to have him on yeah he, he's in my neighborhood he has but but the irony of that so i'd cut that out early on and then if, with this you know race just started up a facebook page so i'm getting introduced to to Facebook as a new yeah a new generation well a podcast I looked you up this is your first podcast right uh, have they turned any your radio shows your old radio shows I, I, I have done um, radio radio shows I've probably done three or four um, and I I think there are podcasts so yeah I did when the city started up and I did one about a month ago um, and I don't remember the name of it. yeah it wasn't a local one um, so yeah I haven't been haven't been big on on podcasts but getting into the Facebook thing I'm it's a it's a crappy interface. Yeah, I can't believe it's a software guy from a software like, man, guy. Yeah, this is one of the biggest companies in the United States, and the user interface stinks. Yeah, you know, I'm fumbling around with it. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah, you gotta man. get used to it <laughs> you for do. sure. Anyway, I appreciate y'all coming yeah. out. Well, yeah, yeah, thank you, and thanks for letting us in your home here. That's Absolutely, yeah, pleasure to have you. All right, thanks.